Well, hey, good morning. How you doing? It's uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. Uh, Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. Uh, news is just coming out about, uh, what's his name? And is it North Carolina? Uh, uh, Mr. Brown that was shot by sheriff deputies and they found no wrongdoing by the deputies. So you're probably going to hear about that tomorrow. Um, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google political, uh, political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, gosh, I so appreciate you coming every day if you can. Uh, bring someone with you tomorrow. And it, you can tweet me uh, questions or insights or you want to fight with me uh, at uh, Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Let's get started. Uh, so you remember how Israel violated international law by being an occupying state and not vaccinating Palestinians as required by international law. That Yahoo, Netanyahu, really loves killing people. Uh, Israeli uh, airstrikes in the center of the occupied Gaza Strip yesterday caused severe damage to the territory's lone coronavirus testing lab uh, in the offices of the Palestinian Ministry of Health an attack that was uh, immediately condemned as a uh, war crime. I, on top of all the other war crimes Israel is doing, uh, Israeli warplanes hit the six-story uh, Ghazi al-Shwa uh, building with at least three missiles, completely destroying the upper floors. Uh, the bombing damaged dozens of adjacent bil- buildings, including the main coronavirus laboratory, an orphanage, a female high school, and the Palestinian Ministry of Health offices. So not only do they did they decide, oh, we want you to die from COVID, they're making it even, even easier for them to die from COVID. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, citing a shocking disregard for the lives of Palestinian civilians, demonstrated by, you know, Israel's military's uh, ongoing attacks on civilian homes and densely populated uh, Gaza uh, Strip, Amnesty International yesterday implored the International Criminal Court, the ICC, uh, to urgently investigate such bombings uh, as possible war crimes or crimes against humanity, which they are. Uh, Amnesty said in a statement that it has documented four deadly attacks by Israel launched on residential homes without prior warning and is calling for the International Criminal Court to urgently investigate uh, the attacks. According to the Gaza Ministry of Health, before it was uh, damaged by missiles, the death toll from Israeli air and artillery attacks reached 212, uh, including 61 children and 36 women yesterday. Uh, under international humanitarian law, all parties must distinguish between military targets and civilian targets and direct their attacks only at military objectives when carrying out attacks Parties must take all feasible precautions to minimize harm to civilians. Now, I'm not saying Hamas isn't sending missiles into Israel indiscriminately. But obviously, Israel has the targeting capability of U.S. weapons. They know what they're doing. So while Hamas is sending missiles anywhere they can get them, Israel is targeting places that includes children and schools. That's a problem. Remember, I always, uh, uh, moving on, remember I always call out Democrats faster than Republicans because they know better. They should know better. 
the Washington Post reported yesterday that Biden uh, officially notified Congress, the, the administration officially notified Congress of the sale on May 5th of $735 million worth of so-called uh, precision-guided weapons, speaking of those precision-guided weapons, uh, to Israel, under which Boeing would provide joint direct attack munitions to Israel. <clears throat> uh, human rights advocates warned yesterday that the Biden administration is deepening U.S. complicity in Netanyahu's regime's ongoing massacre of civilians and war crimes in Gaza. Uh, speaking to the uh, Post on the condition of anonymity, one Democratic lawmaker in the House Foreign Affairs Committee similarly, similarly cautioned that allowing this proposed sale of smart bombs to go through without putting pressure on Israel to agree to an immediate ceasefire, well, just a ceasefire, will uh, only enable further carnage. Uh, news of the sale came as the Biden administration Sunday uh, uh, single-handedly blocked the third time in a week the United uh, Nations Security Council statement calling for an immediate ceasefire. Three times in a week, they blocked that statement. Not that it would matter, because that Yahoo, Netanyahu, has rejected any calls for a ceasefire. He's a war criminal. And he, please, he's, he's been uh, uh, in court for a lot of other things recently. That's why he's losing his, his uh, power. <clears throat> Uh, news from last night might be too little too late. Biden spoke with uh, Netanyahu last night, uh, their second phone call since Saturday. The president expressed support for ceasefire, but didn't demand it. Uh, and it comes as uh, fellow Democrats are urging him to do more to stop the violence. And, and Biden doesn't seem to be doing enough. Uh, he has been a fierce defender of Israel, and I'm having a problem with it. Uh, he shouldn't have... Uh, to be urged to stop someone from committing war crimes. Honestly, according to the readout of the call, Biden reiterated his support for Israel's right to defend itself against indiscriminate rocket attacks. Biden also encouraged Israel to make every effort to ensure the protection of innocent civilians. He expressed his support for a ceasefire and discussed U.S. engagement with Egypt and other partners toward that end. Uh, uh, Sanders, Bernie Sanders, wrote in the New York Times, over the weekend that the U.S. should stop supporting Netanyahu. And absolutely, we should. We should have stopped supporting him a couple of years ago. Uh, but, you know, of course, Trump was in office. Uh, he's an apologist for anybody who's willing to kill uh, uh, poor people. Uh, Congresswoman AOC, AOC rocks, as always, uh, questioned if the U.S. aid has contributed to violence inflicted on Palestinians. And of course it has. Of course it has. You don't even have to ask that. A report written by, uh, uh, more moving on, a report written by the former head of intelligence at the NYPD, Mitch Silber, entitled Domestic Violent Extremism and the Intelligence Challenge, it makes clear that officials at the FBI, DHS, Department of Homeland Security, FBI, and other agencies have collected plenty of intelligence leading up to the insurrection of, at the Capitol. What they failed to do was analyze it, probably under direct uh, demand by Trump. Uh, for months, officials have been saying the January 6th attack insurrection on the U.S. Capitol was the result of a classic intelligence failure. That could explain why a little-known division of DHS called the Office of Intelligence and Anal uh, Analysis, or IA, I and A, is now 
receiving so much attention. In addition to the upcoming report, the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee is devoting a hearing on the 18th uh, to INA, uh, Intelligence and Analysts, uh, and it will focus, analysis rather, and it will focus on what the intelligence division was doing in the run-up to the Capitol attack. But we know what was happening, and they aren't saying it. DHS and FBI went after people like me who expressed concern that there could be an insurrection. Trump sicked attack dogs on people who wanted to defend the Capitol from an insurrection from what they said would be attacks encouraged by Trump. Make no mistake about it. Had Nancy Pelosi been killed in the insurrection, we would have President Trump right now. Make no mistake. He wanted that insurrection. And that's why he came after people like me. Remember, I've talked about this. FBI knocking on my door. Moving on. Uh, Biden and Harris have now released their tax returns. Uh, if you remember, Trump promised to release his tax returns while running way back in 2016. Uh, crickets. Nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> Never happened. He kept lying and making up excuses, and, and, uh, and now there are probes into his finances all over the world, including, you know, Scotland. Uh, Trump maintained that he was uh, unable to release his returns because he was being audited by the Internal Revenue Service, but the IRS routinely audited the personal tax returns of every sitting president and vice president since the early 70s, you know, because of Nixon. Nixon had a few problems. He had a few tax problems. Uh, According to uh, filings released by the White House, Biden and First Lady uh, Jill Biden, uh, Dr. Jill Biden, jointly earned $607,336 in 2020. Yeah, meager. Uh, the couple gave a little less than 31000 about 5% of their income to charity. Better than Kamala Harris. Uh, together, they owed $157,414 in federal income tax. Their combined income for last year, uh, as Biden was on the campaign trail, was significantly lower than their 2019 income because they were always on the campaign trail, I guess. The couple reported an adjusted gross income of about 985000 for uh, 2019. Harris and her husband, uh, Doug uh, Emhoff, appeared to have a more financially successful year. Uh, they had a, a, an adjusted gross income of $1,695,300. Let's just say $1.7 million uh, in 2020, according to their tax returns. That is a 45% decrease over their 2019 earnings of $3.1 million. Harris, cleaning up. Harris earned about $346,000 from her work as an author, and the couple donated a little more than $27,000 to charity. Considerably less than the Bidens, if you consider that uh, uh, Harris made a lot more money. Hmm... We're going to have to rectify this. That doesn't look good. (laughs) In all, they owed a total of $621,893 in tax, which they could have uh, donated more money and saved on that. In contrast, tax returns obtained by the New York Times shows that uh, Trump paid uh, $750 a year in taxes his first two years in office. $750 a year. Wow. Lots of tax fraud going on there, allegedly, and they're investigating, so it's going to happen. 
Moving on, Republicans took a bath in Georgia elections in 2020 and 2021. Remember the, uh, uh, the runoff elections for the Senate. There was no introspection or soul-searching in the Georgia GOP's high-gloss after-action report, even in a year following the Joe Biden's uh, narrow victory in the state. Uh, in November's presidential election and the Democratic sweep of the U.S. Senate runoffs in January, the Republican dis- uh, distributed, uh, the, I'm sorry, the publication distributed by the state party at district meetings across the state over the weekend and obtained by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution read like a manifesto about what the party did right. <laughs> and uh, they scapegoated, of course, Secretary of State Brad Raffsenberger uh, for what went, went went wrong. And of course, Raffsenberger told the truth the whole time. Hey, everything is fine. This is good. Everything is honest. Everything is up front. And he investigated everything. Everything was good, but Republicans are still blaming him. In an attempt, the Georgia GOP is trying to rewrite history to absolve itself of blame for all those losses. Not going to happen, I hope. But we know how uh, quickly Americans forget things. So uh, the propaganda may work. We'll see. Uh, Biden announced yesterday the administration would send an additional 20 million COVID-19 vaccines abroad by the end of June, including for the first time vaccines that have been approved for use in the U.S. Biden said in a speech at the White House, our vaccination program has led the world. Eh, Not entirely true. And today we are taking an additional step to help the world. No ocean is wide enough. No wall is high enough to keep us safe. Rampant disease and death in other countries can destabilize them. Those countries pose a risk to us as well. Uh, And exactly what we've been saying, right? Uh, The 20 million doses of U.S. approved shots are in addition to Biden's previous commitment to give 60 million doses of AstraZeneca vaccine to other countries. Uh, meaning that 80 million doses are expected to be shared with the world within the next few weeks. AstraZeneca has not been approved in the United States, by the way, in case you didn't know that. And uh, I talked to uh, an insider yesterday, believe it or not, strangely, and uh, he said that AstraZeneca has a uh, history of cutting corners, so maybe that's what's holding it up. Uh, they um, Anyway, uh, the administration claimed they're uh, doing more than anyone But that's not true. China and Russia has shared uh, more than a billion doses. Uh, Differences in uh, China and Russia vaccines are horribly ineffective, uh, below uh, 70% effective rate in some areas. Um, Experts have warned exactly as we have warned that global vaccination inequality could prolong the pandemic for forever if the coronavirus continues to mutate, which could make it more infectious and resistance to uh, vaccines. And this is why we're asking everybody to get a vaccine in the United States. I mean, we, we it's, it, you can't get a, it's gonna be impossible to get a herd immunity uh, in the world if people here in the United States refuse to get the vaccine. It's a problem. And people refusing the vaccine can make the pandemic last forever. But that's okay. I'm vaccinated. Uh, I just worry about my friends who cannot get vaccinated just yet. Um, And uh, for immuno uh, uh, reasons, uh, uh, immunocompromised reasons. And uh, uh, they were talking about that on the news this morning, that there's a lot of people that are immunocompromised who can't get the vaccine. And if we don't get to herd immunity, they are in danger of uh, being killed, dying. 
Uh, the COVID-19 variant first identified in India has been classified as a, quote, variant of concern uh, by Britain and the World Health Organization. Who? Who you say? The World Health Organization. Who? Who? Uh, who's on first? Meaning there is some evidence that it spreads more easily between people, causes more severe disease, or might be less responsive to treatments and vaccines. Uh, it seems that Pfizer and um, uh, Pfizer and uh, Moderna are doing well against uh, the India uh, variant. Uh, according to the uh, minutes of an export, uh, uh, expert group advising the government last week, scientists said it is realistic, uh, a realistic possibility that the variant first seen in India is as much as 50% more transmissible than the variant first reported in Britain, uh, whose, you know, that, that spread led to the country's longest lockdown in January. At a press briefing last week, Marco Cavallari, head of the vaccines at the European Medicines Agency, said the data appeared rather reassuring that vaccines made by Pfizer and Moderna would protect against the variant, not so much with AstraZeneca, and China, Chinese, uh, I forget what it's, that one is called. Um, hey, do you want to be called out for being fat? Would you like to be called out for being fat? <laughs> Airline passengers may be asked to step on a scale or share how much they weigh before boarding the flight. You think what they share may be different from their actual weight? Do you think that could possibly happen? <laughs> uh, data airlines use uh, to measure passenger weight uh, to ensure safety uh, on board planes may be outdated as the U.S. obesity rate increases. Sir, you do not weigh 185 pounds. Please step on the scale or give up your ticket. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, air carriers may have to update a uh, um, average passenger weight. Under the new pending requirements, airlines would be mandated to take surveys to set standard average passenger weights for crew members, baggage, and passengers through random sampling. So are you going to get on a scale if they ask? Are you going to do it? <laughs> are you going to tell the truth if they ask? Are you, are you, if they say, uh, ma'am, how much do you weigh? Are you going to tell the truth? <laughs> Uh, I weigh myself naked. If they ask me, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to strip right there and get on the scale and say, hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey, man, I do appreciate you. Uh, remember now you can uh, uh, tweet me if you're angry. Uh, you can questions, insights, or fights to Cyberclops. Uh, uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tuesday. May 18th, 2021, Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. How did I do? Um, PVTV, less than 20 minutes? Wow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I truly appreciate you. Bring someone with you if you can tomorrow. Tell your friends about me. Uh, tell them to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. I, w- I wouldn't mind getting some tweeted questions. If, if you have questions or if you want to argue with me about something, Uh, I will argue back. I will argue back because I'm that type of person. And remember, please always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.